mic check because for some reason yesterday my mic was left unplugged mic check the most significant imprinting comes from the people we are most bonded to our parent figures emerging neuroscience supports the overwhelming effect parent figures have on their baby's brains one study found that when adults and babies look into each other's eyes their brain waves actually sync creating a joint networked state that connects the two people in a silent language of communication holy cow um, that is not in the book, but that is me saying holy cow, because holy cow, if a lot of us are connected in that way with our parents, there's a lot of healing that needs to take place. And that is what we're talking about today. Without our parent figures, we will starve, not just physically, but emotionally too. Our main objective is to receive love. If we are loved, it's likely we will be safe fed and generally cared for this state is the most beneficial mode for the brain development in childhood it's the social engagement mode which we learned about in chapter four we're not reading in chapter four so i'm actually reading something that i opened up um, randomly on how to do the work by dr nicole lapera of course um i am not that far into the book yet actually i'm only on chapter two but something told me um, to open up a random page in this book. And I promise you, before that, I was going to search a quote or something to read that had to do with parenting and how it affects us in our adult life. Because that is what today's podcast was going to be about. And this is what I turn to. And this is where the, this paragraph, the beginning of the paragraph is exactly where my eyes fell. Nuff said. It's a state of peace where we feel safe and secure to play, take chances and learn. This safe state is essential for achieving milestones in neurological and behavioral development. This learning brain allows us to feel secure enough to take chances to be more likely to get back up when we fall. We look to our parent figures for clues about how to connect, how to navigate the world, and how to cope with stress, which is called co-regulation. Co-regulation is not a learning experience for the mind. It's also a learning experience for the body. This is when our parent figures teach us how to moderate our emotional reactions and return to the social engagement mode baseline. When we don't learn this regulation or don't feel safe enough to attempt to learn it, we enter a state of fight, flight, freeze activation in which our neuro neuroception scans the environment and sees threat everywhere. When we are stuck in fight, flight, freeze mode, we devote our resources to managing stress and to, and to put it simply, our child brain suffers. Childhood is a great time of vulnerability. Unable to survive on our own, apparent figures withholding of anything perceived to hinder our survival sends stress signals flooding through our bodies. I'm going to stop right there. Actually, no. 
The resulting survival brain, as I call it, is hyper-focused on perceived threats, sees the world in black and white, and is often obsessive, panic-driven, and prone to circular reasoning. We can break down or shut down when faced with stress. This is very interesting. So... I was, the reason that parenting was on my mind today, and I know that was a very long passage to start the podcast off with, and I hope you guys truly found it as fascinating and interesting as I do, because I am realizing that because of, not necessarily because of, but because I have yet to deal with and to heal what I faced growing up, I project parts of it into my current life and into the lives of the people that I care about the most. I feel that I've realized that for a a long time, I have been putting my problems and my pain above everyone around me, above everything around me, every purpose around me, my purpose. I've been putting it above my purpose because I haven't shown up the way that I needed to in this life in order to serve myself, others, people that I care about, this life, right? Because I believe that that's what life is about. I believe it's about service because I believe that we all have something to give one another in light form that can heal us. And so our job is to figure out what it is that we have to offer, what it is that we have within us that is uniquely ours that we can serve with, that we can make humanity better with, with what we can heal humanity with, and finally create a world that we're so ashamed of claiming for some reason. We're so ashamed to be kind we're so it's like kind is not cool anymore i don't know if it really ever was i mean i feel like kind people have always been kind and unkind people continue to be unkind there's always been both but imagine living in a world where speaking with one another as if we were just all human beings when we would instead of judging one another at first sight imagine actually Approaching the people that intrigued you in a curious way. Imagine approaching things in life that intrigued you in a curious way and in a questioning way, in a fascinated way, in an intrigued way, in a passionate way. I realize that a lot of the lack of, and don't get me wrong, um, I think that a lot of the times people don't want to speak about what happened to them when growing up because... They feel that they don't deserve to feel that way because of all that's happening in the world or somebody has it worse or, you know, why should you, we start thinking thoughts like, like we start judging ourselves for feeling the way that we feel because who are we to be be feeling this way, right? I mean, somebody out there has it worse. Yeah, I mean, you may be right. Someone definitely has it worse, but guess what? Your pain should not be compared to anyone else's. Because at the end of the day, we are not here to to compare pain. That is not what sharing pain is about. 
we don't share pain with one another to see whose pain is whose whose wound is deeper we share pain so that the pain that we share is heard and seen and is vulnerable enough to receive the love that it needs to heal we guard our own healing we have these barricades and walls up that keep us from growing and and blooming into the human beings that we're meant to be we are our biggest enemy and i believe that the only way that we can ever heal is by really understanding and being honest with and about who we are and it doesn't have to be with another person you don't you may have nobody in your life that you trust i'm sorry really i am but i also think that you should find a way to trust yourself you should find a way to real to become aware to the fact that you are a magnificent human being and the only person that can make you feel fulfilled the way that you deserve to feel fulfilled as a human being that exists in this universe is you and it starts with the choice it starts with choosing to show up differently a different way that's more you doing what you need to do in order to feel like you again because i feel like for the longest time we've been conditioned not to we've been conditioned to feel shame for being who we are and from the people that are the closest to us at times and it hurts it really freaking hurts and i say it from experience but guess what honey guess what honey it is time it is time for you to take charge of your life and take your power back and to to look yourself in the mirror and tell yourself and show yourself and see yourself because until you're able to look in that mirror and truly see yourself not talking about looking at your hair seeing how you how much weight you need to lose or how fit you need to be i'm talking about looking in the mirror and seeing you and seeing how important it is that you show up for what you see in the mirror you're not happy with where you are currently you're not happy with who you are currently choose choose yourself that's where it begins See you tomorrow.